The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Ecstatica, the way to an erotic, ecstatic love life. Your host is Ellen Etoff, the soulful sex coach. Our program will take you beyond the sex you've been experiencing and open up a whole new world of intimacy. You've got a lot to learn today, so let's get started. Here is Ellen Etoff. Are you ready for a more erotic, ecstatic love life? I am. Today's show is about the healing power of conscious sex. You're going to discover how you and your partner can come together for conscious healing of emotional and spiritual wounds through sex. And we'll explore how to awaken your spiritual consciousness during lovemaking. How does one create conscious lovemaking in committed relationships, in open relationships, or in same-sex relationships? How does the way to opening a woman's heart differ from that of a man? And what are the different methods to facilitate this? How can you help your partner become comfortable with their nudity? What's the difference between romance and love? And why does a man come to a woman? You'll hear the answers to these questions and more from my guest today, Shantam Nityama, Reiki master, Qigong energy worker, Tantra, and spiritual teacher. Welcome, Shantam Nityama. Hello, Ellen. How are you? I'm great. I'm so glad to have you here. Yeah, and before we get, here. yeah, good. So before we get started, I want to just say a little more about your background so folks will know the perspective that you're coming from. So uh, besides being a Reiki master, Qigong energy worker, Tantra and spiritual teacher, uh, Shantam Nityama has led Tantric workshops internationally for the last 16 years. He's also a master body worker with 27 years experience in numerous heating mod- modalities. His diverse background includes uh, being a Reiki master, polarity therapy, body talk, advanced Qigong, advanced medical Qigong, Bowen technique, sex to superconsciousness training, and neurostructural integration technique. He was also a disciple of Tantric Master Osho for 25 years. He co-facilitated workshops with Deborah Annapol author of Love Without Limits and founder of the Sacred Space Institute in San Rafael, California, for six years before going solo. Nityama also leads a successful private practice in San Rafael, California, where he offers sessions for men, women, and couples, mentoring programs for men, and powerful energetic phone sessions for women. So, you do a lot there. So, it's yeah, fascinating stuff. I, I want to make one correction to that. Mm-hmm. I'm, actually, I'm actually in L.A. now rather than San Oh, you are? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. He's in Los Angeles, I'm California. Doing, yeah. You got away. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You moved away from where I'm located. So, let's dive right in. Now, I experienced the healing power of conscious sex. But I, can you speak to why conscious sex is so healing, and not just sexually, but physically, emotionally, and spiritually? Well, um, first of all, it's really important to realize that conscious sex is the only sex that's healing because unconscious sex means that there is no connection mm-hmm. between the two people. They're just in the sport 
of sex. Right. And nothing so, wrong with that, but it's a different not, nothing wrong different with it. thing, yeah. Nothing wrong with it at all. And there are moments when it may be totally appropriate. But um, because of the lack of, of real connection, the possibility of the healing aspects are lost. Yeah. So by conscious sex, what I mean is it's two people coming together and actually engaging with each other where they're totally present to feel everything that is happening. The woman is there to, re- to receive the energetics of the, of the man as he's entering her and being with her. And she's also responding back to him to let him know that she is receiving and actually registering the things that he's bringing to her. And for the man, is coming to the woman without attempting to perform, but with... Uh, being completely aware of where she is energetically and connecting with her in such a way that she can continue to relax and keep opening deeper and allowing herself to feel the things that need to be healed and to be able to name them out so together they can actually transmute these things for her greater clarity internally. And what about for his healing? Uh... For a, a lot of times for the man, his healing comes about with him just going through whatever he needs to go through internally to be present with a woman. A lot of fear comes up for a lot of men. So they got to face that fear in order to really totally stay present with her in order for her to do her clearing work and in order for him to be there to help her in the process of transmuting. So in that process, he's going to come up with his come up uh, against his own impatience. He's going to come up with his tendency to get bored with being present for a woman. (laughs) He's going to come up against fear of being engulfed by her powerful sexual energy. All of the things that he uh, needs to face will come up in the process of him uh, committing to be present with her. And as he faces these things, what can you rec- is there do you recommend just just allowing it, just feeling it, being aware of those things coming up and just being aware of them, with it? being aware of them and staying present to them. In, in the very process of acknowledging that this is going on inside of himself and him committing to stay there in spite of the fact that that's going on, he is actually in that moment burning through the things that are there for him that need to be burned through in order for him to do his own internal healing. Yes, which of course then I would imagine spill over to the rest of his life because those things like impatience. However, however, you, however you make love is how, the, how you live the rest of your life. Absolutely. And vice versa. And then for the woman, what kinds of um, things most typically do you find come up for her? Uh, lack of self-worth, self-loathing, fear, pain, um, disappointment, anxiety, impatience with herself. All of these things arise for her. Uh, any kinds of uh, anything that was un- that she has experienced in her life that is unlike love, in most cases will be lodged in her vaginal area, and if it's lodged in some other part of her body, there's a trigger point for it in her vaginal area. 
So as the man is making love to her, he is constantly triggering all the places that need her attention. So for her is to stay present with that and allow herself to name those things when she comes up on them internally so that the, the man and the woman can both have a pair of, of conscious eyes on whatever it is she's, she's working with. So, first of all, when you say there are these trigger points, I'm guessing it's somewhat like um, foot reflexology, so that there's a reflection yeah, of all the points that, in the that, body and the that, feet as well in the vagina, right? Ex- exactly. It, it, the, the, the whole thing is, is that the body is a hologram, so everything yes. is everything. So you can find a reflex point for everything in everything else. So there's a trigger point in there in her body for her back, in her vagina. And as a man is in there with his penis, it's like a, almost like a spotlight or a spiritual probe that's touching on the different points. And if the woman is really present and honest, she will feel it triggering different things. Normally, the woman will just attempt to play over it and get him to move to another spot that's more comfortable. And I'm saying no. When you hit a spot that's uncomfortable, take your consciousness in there, ask what it is. The moment that you get what it is, name it out loud to your partner so the two of you can bring conscious attention to it and then Keep making love, bring it to the head of his penis so the energy coming out of his penis can start the transformation process or the transforming of that energy into the pure energy that it was before it got qualified in that way. Yes, you know, I want to go a little more into this, but I want to say that my view, and I'm guessing yours maybe too, that... that, um, what keeps us from having conscious and totally ecstatic transcendent sex is only all, it's not like a lot of new techniques necessarily. It's getting rid of all the stuff that's in the way of just the natural uh, response. Well, here's the thing, Ellen. Um, most people are all talking about making love, making love. My question is, what are you making love out of? In other words, if mm. you were making a cake, you could tell me the ingredients. People are always talking about making love, and I ask them in workshops and otherwise, what are you making the love out of? What are the ingredients you're using? And nobody knows. So how do you make uh, love if you have no idea what the ingredients are that go into it? And the answer to that question is, is you make love out of all of the things that have transpired in a woman's life that were unlike love. Mm -hmm. You take all those things, those ingredients transform them into love. So all the pain, all, all the different places that she's been in, uh, they need to be clarified in her in order to take the, the energetic qualification, old energetic qualification, off the energy so that it's just pure available energy, which pure available energy is love. Absolutely, yes. And so... Thank you. Then back to the reflexology points. Would you say that the, the same points would be on the man's penis, right? Um, they're going to be s- slightly different. They, first of all, they're reversed. Right. And secondly, th- those are the major big points that normally you see in a book. And I'm saying that there are, uh, are finite points. They are very 
specific points all in throughout the vagina. So depending on how the man is making love, if he's making love consciously, like if I'm making love to a woman and I hit a place, I can almost, my, my penis head is intelligent. So it will register what the frequency or the energy that I just touched actually is. So sometimes the woman may actually, it may go un, unnoticed by her. But I will say to her, hey, come back to that place that we just hit just there. Go in there with your consciousness and tell me what that is. I feel something there. I feel a numbness. I feel a deadness. I, I feel you slightly reacting and wanting to get off of that point. So let's go back there consciously. And I want you to go in there with your consciousness and ask, what's happening right here? And then she might say, for example... Oh, my God, it's all the times I had sex with men that I didn't even want to have sex with. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, that's beautiful. Bring that to the head of my penis. Keep making love and let me assist you in burning that up or transmuting that into actual love. Beautiful. So I'm just trying to take the perspective of uh, listeners possibly. So one of the anxieties or fears that a man may have is maintaining an erection or ejaculating too soon or all those, you know, whatever it is about not being right for his partner. So sort of like it's a two-part question. One is what do you do with those concerns? And then two would be um, can you do this kind of work uh, manually if if you don't have the erection, uh, you know, to sustain long enough for the process you've described. Well, first of all, you have to ask yourself why is it you have uh, no erection? I mean, you know, that's something within itself that needs to be explored. Um, the body, generally speaking, will get erect unless there's some kind of psychological or some kind of, I say, lifestyle issues that are prevalent. That well, there may are, be, yeah. Yeah, well, then the man needs to look at that. If I'm so if he's 70 and, years old and he's just not able to keep the erection that he used to. 70 years old is no reason to no longer be able to keep an erection. Mm-hmm, I know, but. So again, I, I still would have to come back to what's the lifestyle. And what okay. has the lifestyle been? And is the individual willing to visit those places and take a look at how his lifestyle is counter to what he would like to be able to do in his life at that point? Good point. And uh, then what about the concern about premature ejaculation? I mean, I know that's a big issue, but... Um, well, you have to be aware of the fact that most men have absolutely no patience for being with a woman. They've never developed it. Mm-hmm. So therefore, they come to the situation with the anticipation of quickly having an ejaculation and being done. Well, if you come to the experience with that type of expectation, then you're going to premature ejaculate. Energy follows thought. All energy follows thought. So if a man comes just as a... Uh, a routine practice of being able to ejaculate and get off with a woman and being done, then number one, he's in no way approaching that situation from a place of being of 
uh, of healing assistance to the woman, number one. And secondly, he's he's disinterested in whether or not uh, and whether she genuinely enjoys herself. Hmm. Okay. So, well, so you got to you got to look at selfishness. You got to look at uh, impatience. You got to look at whatever kinds of issues that you have going on with women, where you got a slight amount of disdain towards them, but you want to use them sexually still. So there are many many issues that a man may need to look at. And if he's having premature ejaculation, okay. some men have premature ejaculation just to get back at women for being the way that they are in ways that he dislikes. Okay, well, we will discuss this a little more after a short break. This is Ellen Etoff, and my guest is Shantam Nityama. You're listening to Ecstatica, the way to an erotic, ecstatic love life. You can listen to the replay of this show and all the Ecstatica radio shows, streaming online, or download the MP3s and show transcripts at ecstatica.com slash show. That's E-X as in exciting, T-A-T-I-C-A dot com slash S-H-O-W. Stay tuned for more with Nityama on the healing power of conscious sex. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. It's being called the easiest way to have mind-blowing sex. Why? Because it turns average sex into incredible sex without you doing anything different. And today, you can see it for yourself in a free report. Learn how easy it is to stimulate greater sexual passion, enhance libido, and easier multiple orgasms for women. Experience new levels of intimacy as old sexual inhibitions melt away. And it all happens when you simply play a special type of music while you make love. How is it possible that nothing more than just playing music can give you such incredible sexual encounters? Because this music is enhanced with a special technology called auditory pheromones. Learn how scientifically proven auditory pheromones unleash a wave of sexual passion, intimacy, and pleasure, and free the body to experience maximum arousal and stimulation. Get your free auditory pheromones report today at musicforbettersex.com. That's musicforbettersex.com. Health is in your hands. What you do and what you don't do sets the course for the path of your life. Listen for wise chats, simple talk, profound wisdom with Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook. Through this series, we'll explore energetic approaches to health and healing that provide practical and personal solutions. Our guests will share ideas and insights that will help us all adopt new behaviors and create lasting internal shifts. Wise Chats can be heard every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 
This is Ecstatica, the way to an erotic, ecstatic love life. Do you have questions or comments for Ellen Etoff or her guests? Call in live at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to radio show at ecstatica.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Ellen Etoff, the Soulful Sex Coach, with my guest, Shantam Nityama, energy worker, sexual healer, and spiritual teacher, discussing the healing power of conscious sex. And before we resume, I'd like to offer you a free gift, my 69-minute audio and ebook called Beyond Orgasm, How to Have a More Deeply Connected Sexual Experience. You can get that at beyondorgasm.com. So, Nityama, before the break, we were talking about... Um, men in premature ejaculation, and I just wanted to um, ask about men who feel that they've, you know, they've developed kind of a a triggered response maybe as a result of, um, you know, growing up and masturbating or porn and all those things. Um, What do you suggest for men for whom that's an issue? First of all, there's something that, that is important for everyone, both men and women, to understand about premature ejaculation. If a man is inside of a woman's vagina that has no energy in it, meaning that the woman is in her head and disconnected, then for all medicinal purposes, that man is masturbating in that woman. There is no connection. So when a man is inside of a, 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 a dead vagina, he has to work hard just to keep an erection. See, the erection and the keeping of an erection is really on the woman. It's in no way on the man. If a woman is completely present and in her vagina and feeling, then she can keep a penis erect in her for three days if she likes. <laughs> but if she's there, uh, you know, thinking about what she's going to do tomorrow and this and that, and she's just doing the man a favor then there's no energy there. And what happens is that the man has to like move faster and do all kinds of things just to keep his penis erect. But this also brings on ejaculation. Mm-hmm. So a lot of men come to me and they think they have a problem, but the moment that they're with somebody other than that woman that they're having a problem with, all of a sudden they have no problem. Interesting. Okay. So, so- a lot of time when people have been together for a long time, they get disinterested in one another. woman is just there because she feels obligated. Well, that's, that's in no way real sex. That's like pity sex. <laughs> I have pity on you so you can come on and masturbate in me for a few minutes, but I hope you hurry up and get it over with. So, you've spoken now about the dead vagina and about a woman the in her penis head. penis can be dead too. Right, right, right. If so, a man never visits his penis, then his penis has no, no real energy in it. And the woman will f- know the difference between a man that has energy in his penis and a man that has none. And it's so, just doing her a favor, huh? Uh, maybe. He may be doing her no favor at all if he ejaculated within three minutes. Right. right. I would never call that a favor. <laughs> 
So let me ask you this. Uh, you just talked about a woman who, and this is a common problem, you know, women who do have their mind to, uh, you know, the curtains need to be straightened or they're going to their to-do list or the next thing that they want to get to or they're concerned yeah. about whether they're going to have an orgasm or not. So you often have spoken about, you know, how a woman, the path to a woman's heart, getting out of her head and into her heart and body. So uh, let's talk about that. Well, first of all, it's, it's important to realize that contrary to popular belief, the vagina is in no way the seat of a woman's identity. <laughs> it's, it's her breasts, her nipples, up the front of her chest, up her neck to the back of her mouth. That's her positive pole. That's where she makes real connection with herself. And as the energy around her head, she's stimulated by a man having intelligent conversation or intelligent things to say to her that stimulate her. And also his ability to speak to her heart and stimulate her heart. The moment that her heart becomes full of energy, it overflows naturally into her vagina and her legs open by themselves. And then she will want penetration. In fact, she will hurt you if you fail to complete the process. <laughs> so understanding that, then you understand how, understand how knowing how to interact with a woman's breast and her mouth and all these areas of her upper body are of ultimate importance in order to open her in other ways so that she's actually ready for sex. Most women, because they're never approached properly, they're actually joining in a mild form of their own rape. Wow. So do you want to, you said approach properly. Can you speak a little well, more about I'm the proper if, approach? If her, if her heart is never open, then you just went straight to her vagina where there is right. no energy and started a forced entry. Right. And women understand what you're saying. So I can know you they speak do, a little more? But they need more. to communicate more directly and honestly with the men that they're with and yeah, stop so- joining in to uh, allowing people to force themselves on them before they're ready. Right. So women talk about they want more foreplay, more kissing, but can you speak a little more about what they really want and what men can do to help open their, get them out of their head and into their heart? You've spoken about how the the mental energy often gets uh, lodged at the base of our skull, um, but, but you talk about approaching a woman. Can you speak a little more for men like, okay, what should you be doing? Because foreplay isn't just tweaking nipples and massaging the, the clitoris. Well, see, here's the thing. <laughs> we know that. But they I, don't for, wanna... First of all, it is important for a man to, if I'm touching a woman with my hand, then all that exists in this world is my hand and the place where I'm touching this woman. That's it. Nothing else exists for me. So, therefore, she feels me being present with her body in that place. And that's if very I, powerful, yes. And that is very powerful. So, if I'm just laying my cold, clammy hand on her and I'm thinking about some, something else and I'm just hoping that the way I tweak her nipples with my cold, clammy hand is going to turn her on, I'm very mistaken. I haven't really even connected with this woman. 
So therefore, she's in no way uh, responding to me and ready for penetration because I haven't made contact with her yet. So part of it is coming to a point where you genuinely know how to be in your mouth, be in your tongue, be in your hand, be in your lips when you're making contact with a woman's body. So that she feels your presence. It's your presence with her that she wants to feel. She's not, I mean, it makes no difference to her about how many hands are on her. If they're all dead, then it's a dead experience. So what is the way to opening a man's heart? Be a woman and really show up and and bring to the planet what you came to the to the planet to bring the woman is the embo- it is to be the embodiment of love if she is the embodiment of love a man naturally comes to her and wants to make love have sex with her make love to her in order to get to his heart it is through having sex yes. with a loving woman that a man comes to his heart uh, this whole thing where women are asking me, and I want you to get in your heart first. Da, 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 da. Well, this is like taking a man and saying, I want to make a homosexual out of you so I'll be comfortable never having to go to my heart. Interesting. Allow the man to be a man. You receive him. Bring him to your heart. He learns love through you. You can't tell him about it out of your mouth. That is your male approach to attempting to connect with a man. But uh, what's to be gained from you being a man trying to get a man to connect with you? You need to be a woman. You need to be receptive. You need to be vulnerable in, in your feelings when a man is being with you. And it's through that, him feeling that coming from you. Him feeling you penetrate him out of your heart into his heart, just like he penetrates you into his, in your vagina with his penis. But most women are never penetrating a man out of their heart into his heart. So therefore, there's no possibility of him learning love because the person that brings it is in no way willing to go there. Hmm. And, and in that moment of loving... Um, conscious sex that energy from his penis and that connection actually flows up to his heart right Uh, up to her her heart first see the energy comes in through the man's penis goes up to the woman's heart she's to pull that energy up to her heart and then out of her heart into his heart and back down to his penis it's a circuit yes yes so He's not trying to pull it up to his heart. He allows you to pull him to his heart by you penetrating him out of your heart. But the catch in it is, is that very few women go to their heart in, in lovemaking anymore. So therefore, they never penetrate the man. So the man comes and gives his life force to the woman, and he leaves having never received anything. And part of that is he's to blame because he never pauses to wait and go into receptive mode in his heart to receive what the woman brings. So Mm -hmm. it's just a lack of understanding all the way around. Mm -hmm. And as a result, both suffer. So 
Do you have any recommendations for people who get so distracted by their fantasies or pleasing their partners or the goals of orgasm? They only they only only get uh, distracted by their fantasies because they're constantly playing with fantasies. Right. So how do you recommend they tune into their internal flow of energy in order to facilitate this healing? Well, first of all, stop playing with the fantasies. It's obvious. And then secondly, come to the point of really connecting with another person so you can feel what even goes on. Yeah. If you're busy in your head, you're in no way connected to anything energetic. You're connected to your mind, which is a whole different thing. Sex is of the body. Sexuality and fantasy is of the mind. And most people are just engaged in sexuality and fantasy, a a mental thing. So can you speak of um, using sex to facilitate the awakening of spiritual consciousness? Well, the moment that you're making love to another person and you're really present, you're really taking your time, you're really feeling everything that is going on, then at that moment what starts to happen is that you start to connect with your spiritual frequency or the spirit in you, which is different than physical. When you go deeply into Mm -hmm. sex, it starts to become more of a meditation. Yes. The moment that it starts to take on the quality of meditation, if you keep going deeply in it and stay totally present, other things start to open internally and you start to see more of who you actually are. The the subtleties start to come into play. You start to become aware of aspects of your consciousness that previously had gone unnoticed by you. I know, and if people could just get that, it's so exciting and it's so fulfilling and expansive. Well, it, it, it means being, being very slow and deliberate. It means staying with the beginning all the way to the end. You're in no rush to go anywhere. You're just lingering with one another in this sweetness and seeing what arises, what starts to happen, what starts to emerge in this delicate place just being together this this is this is no sport this is this is in no way a competitive game that you're playing this is more of communing with no goal no objective nowhere to get to Yes, and when you do that, the sexual energy just arises and carries you. It arises naturally and carries you. The, the main thing for most people is to, re, is to somehow get back to being natural, simple, innocent, unpretentious, no performing, just being together. And for those who think that might sound really um, sort of soft and, and not active, it's not the case. It just, well, you know, it may carry you, you into be, a very wild, you know, you can be experience. You could be very uh, active and very passionate and all those things. 
Yes. And still be conscious. Absolutely. I just want to make that clear that it can still end up being, you know, wild because, and active. You just yeah. never know. But you never know. It, the, the depth of it is, or the thing to remember, should I say, is never go faster than you have the ability to stay present and conscious. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Because good. the moment that you go run off and leave yourself, you run off and leave your partner. Okay, so with that, we're going to take our last break. This is Ellen Etoff with Shantam Nityama on Ecstatica, the way to an erotic, ecstatic love life. Stay tuned for more on the healing power of conscious sex. is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. It's being called the easiest way to have mind-blowing sex. Why? Because it turns average sex into incredible sex without you doing anything different. And today, you can see it for yourself in a free report. Learn how easy it is to stimulate greater sexual passion, enhance libido, and easier multiple orgasms for women. Experience new levels of intimacy as old sexual inhibitions melt away. And it all happens when you simply play a special type of music while you make love. How is it possible that nothing more than just playing music can give you such incredible sexual encounters? Because this music is enhanced with a special technology called auditory pheromones. Learn how scientifically proven auditory pheromones unleash a wave of sexual passion, intimacy, and pleasure, and free the body to experience maximum arousal and stimulation. Get your free auditory pheromones report today at musicforbettersex.com. That's musicforbettersex.com. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. This is Ecstatica, the way to an erotic, ecstatic love life. Do you have questions or comments for Ellen Etoff or her guests? Call in live at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to radio show at ecstatica.com. Now, back to the program. 
Welcome back. This is Ellen Etoff on Ecstatica discussing the healing power of conscious sex with Shantam Nityama, energy worker, sexual healer, and spiritual teacher. So before we went to break, um, we were discussing, uh, you know, really being present and allowing whatever unfolds to do so. And I was remembering, and I'm Nityama, you may know this, I'm sure. There's, uh, I believe, a West African tribe, maybe there's many, for whom the word for sex in their language is interpreted as going on a journey together. And I don't know if that's exactly accurate, but I thought it was so beautiful because it so well describes it. Um, I, I don't know of that tribe. I have no knowledge of that Okay. Tribe. Well, no worries. I still like it. <laughs> Going yeah, that it journey sounds together. great. Taking well, that approach. Are, that is definitely what you're doing. That's right. And I often think of that beforehand. So, um, now, coming together in this conscious way, is there anything um, that people should know about or might be different for people who are in, um, not necessarily in committed relationships or might be in open relationships or same-sex relationships? Well, being conscious and being aware is the same for everybody. Right. So e- even, if, even if I were a man and I'm in a, uh, a, a, just a one-off experience with a woman, I still want to leave her life better off than I found it before I appeared. So therefore, I'm going to bring her all the presence and everything that I have uh, acquired the ability to maintain in my life, I'm going to bring that to her if I'm going to be with her at all. Otherwise, I'll just leave her alone. Right. We want you to educate all the men out there who are dating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it makes no difference whether you're married or whether you're dating. It's still an encounter with a woman. So right. I... I want to have a deep respect and honoring of all women that I encounter. Otherwise, I'm degrading myself and her, and mainly myself. Mm-hmm. If I come to her and I don't have uh, her best in uh, her best a- as an intention. So, what about same-sex relationships? You talked about the masculine and feminine flow of energy. What about uh, when people are the same gender? It really makes no difference if there's the same gender in the sense that somebody still has got to uh, uh, assume what I'm going to call the receptive mode and somebody the active mode. So the polarity is going to have to somehow be achieved in some kind of way. So even if it's same sex or or if it's uh, heterosexual, there's still a positive and a negative in any given moment. Now, they may even switch who's positive one day and the other one's negative and then switch it the next day. But still, the polarity has got to be there in some way or really nothing happens. Absolutely. And I know a number of, you know, from time to time, women tell me or men tell me that in their relationship, heterosexual relationship, even the woman tends to be more of the, um, the active giving energy and the man is often more the receptive or feminine kind of energy. Um, what do you think? That a woman generally would be okay with that for a while, but that will never allow her to really experience the depth of her femininity. Mm-hmm. So at some point they got to get that reversed, huh? Uh, or, he's, or he is risking getting left. 
Mm-hmm. If a real man ever comes by and shows an interest in her, she's gone. Interesting. Okay. So, um, and can a person do any of this alone? I mean, so many people are not partnered. And what can they do for themselves relative to, you know, conscious self-loving and um, healing? Um, for one thing, it, it would, it's going to require uh, a person really becoming very aware of their own male and female energies inside. Because we have both. In, as an individual, we have both. So a woman can be with herself, interacting with herself uh, sexually, and be very masculine about it, or she can be very feminine about it. So if she's being very feminine about it, then she will be having a tendency to, to open and fall deeper into her femininity, her softness, her receptivity. Or she could be very aggressive about it, and in which case, even if she gets with a man, her polarity is going to be sort of confused, so she's going to bring all that aggression to attempting to interact with a man, which is going to really confuse the whole situation. So would you say that if a woman is wanting to attract a man, but she's wanting to keep her you know, sexual juices flowing in, in while she's um, on the search, so to speak, then that she should take a more feminine approach to herself. Yes, of course. Why make a man out of yourself while you're alone and then hope that some man then is going to be interested in the man that you created? Right. So this would mean, so would you say that the more masculine approach is just um, masturbating to orgasm with clitoral stimulation and not really using anything to stimulate herself inside and not really going deep inside and taking a slow ride and going within to be with her awareness yeah i would say that that to do it on the surface just to get off is more of masculine right so um i did want to get to a couple of the questions we promised um in the beginning so how can you help your partner become comfortable with their nudity i mean i would you know most men are more comfortable with their nudity than women are but um i guess it could go both ways but how can you help your partner with this well it it greatly will depend upon why they're having difficulty in the first place um many people have a whole lot of different reasons for their um fear of being nude. So it, it would be important to start a conversation with your partner about what, what is happening for them. Why are they feeling this? And then communicating to see if there is anything that could be done jointly that would help them ease that or allow them at least to create enough space to be able to play with gradually removing more and more clothes until they reach a point where they're okay with their nudity. Yes, and I know, um, in fact, I was in a conversation with a number of women just the other evening who were bemoaning, uh, you know, the the sagging uh, effect on aging bodies and that they were wanting, they're more inclined to want to have the lights down, you know, um, when they make love, whereas when they were young and more physically beautiful, they um, felt more comfortable nude. Well, see, one of the 
things, too, that you have to be aware of for women. Women really need to be cultivating all through their life more and more qualities that would be endearing to a man and stop uh, relying upon what their body looks like to keep <laughs> Absolutely. a man. Absolutely. <laughs> This is, you, you, you're never going to be 20 for the rest of your life. So therefore, uh, it actually starts to really look ridiculous on you when you're still trying to be 20 at 50. Yeah. You know, so you need to develop some qualities that a man says, I, I really care less that you're 50 years old. The qualities that you bring me as a woman are so outstanding until there's no way a 20-year-old could bring those things to me. And that is what keeps you attractive to me. That's what keeps me uh, wanting to be sexual with you. Mm-hmm. So women need to develop some deeper qualities that they're relying upon instead of relying upon superficiality as a way of keeping a man. Absolutely. Touche. The, su- the superficial stuff is more for your girlfriends than it is for a man. Well, frankly, even the girlfriends don't really, that's not what they really want either. So. I know, but that's, that's what people, women that come to me, they are very concerned about what they look like and are they fitting in with the latest and greatest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rather than taking all that energy and actually... Uh, allowing it to be directed toward internal development. Right. So, and then a lot of people, probably especially women, think of, talk about how they want romance. And what would you, how would you describe the difference between romance and love? Because what they really want is love. Well, they, they perceive first, romance as an expression of love, which could be misguided. Romantics. Break that word down. Roman ticks. Roman ticks. These are just little superficial things that mean absolutely nothing. So I'm holding a woman's hand in a restaurant. I understand energy. So I'm running energy into her hand until she has an orgasm. And it's out loud. And the people next door, the man is watching, the woman is watching. They see me holding her hand, so they start mimicking me. But they know nothing of the internal thing that I'm doing with the woman's hand. So now they're holding hands, but what does it mean? It means absolutely nothing because they have no clue about the other things that were going on. So now they're walking around holding hands and it's supposed to mean something between the two of them. But nothing's happening. This is is for a person to be delusional. See, first of all, many people do a lot of things towards other people thinking that the gesture means something. A gesture with no energy in it is dead. I don't care how good looking the gesture is. So the moment that you realize that romantics Roman ticks are just people <laughs> walking around mimicking things that they have no understanding of. Why would you be satisfied with an empty gesture from somebody and take that empty gesture and be excited? 
Good point. And that's, you know, we really want, we really want the depth of it and people misinterpret You really want those. connection. You really that's want right. connection. And people are like chasing after things. Uh, he he uh, did such and such at the dinner table and it just wasn't romantic. Uh, I've heard women break up relationships because the man did something that they in their mind determined was in no way romantic. This is a mild form of insanity. <laughs> well, I, I agree with that. So with that, um, I'd like to let people know a little more about how to reach you and what your work is about. So um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you can learn more about uh, Shantam Nityama and his work on his website, which is nityama.com slash blog. And that's N as in Nancy, I, T as in Tom, Y like yes, a-M-A dot com slash blog. And just so you know, if you miss any of this, you can download the transcript on my show. I'll give you the information on my website. I'll give you that in a moment. But um, the phone number is also 415-259-9034. Excellent. So can you, you want to tell us just for a quick minute, um, less than a minute, Anything about your work? Like you taught, you do sessions over the phone, right? I do Skype sessions over the over Skype. I do one-on-one sessions in person. I do workshops, um, and basically, the main part of my focus at this point is assisting women through the body work that I developed to return out of and disconnect from being totally in engrossed in their masculine energy and come back to feel as a direct experience in their body what it means to be feminine. Okay. So thank you so much, Nityam. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. So um, thank you for having me. Sure. So if you'd like a transcript of this show or my other Ecstatica shows, visit ecstatica.com slash show. That's E X T A T I C A dot com slash s-h-o-w thank you for listening to ecstatica this is ellen etoff in support of you having an erotic ecstatic love life we hope you learned from and enjoyed the show today join us again for another stimulating hour of ecstatica the way to an erotic ecstatic love life with your host ellen etoff on the voice america seventh wave channel this week enjoy the best sex of your life thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the seventh wave network For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.